Hello, Relentless family. We are back again for another Relentless Thursday. And you know me by now. I am Kenyatta, your host and the founder and counselor of Relentless Counseling. Guys, I missed you guys last week, but we had to take a break because I had to take time to celebrate another year of life. Yes, I just finished celebrating my birthday. I am still in celebration mode, but glad to be back with you as we continue our journey to our best self, as we continue to walk in our purpose, listen out and hear our calling and love ourselves unconditionally. That never stops, no matter we take a break or not, no matter we celebrating birthdays or holidays, we still take the time to continue to stretch, to grow, and to walk this journey that we call a relentless life. So I'm excited to be back, and this week is no different from any other week. We have a great topic to talk about, and this week I definitely wanted to talk about self-care and how we take care of ourselves. We just came from a break where we was able to rejuvenate, spend time with family, celebrate another lot, you know, another year of life and of growth and of opportunities. So self-care is very important and it's not a luxury, it is a necessity. But a lot of times when we think about self-care, we always focus just on the physical part of self-care. How do we take care of ourselves physically? When we do self-care, we're either talking about, okay, we're, we're taking care of our health, we're detoxing, we're exercising, we're eating healthy, or we're getting massages, or just anything physically that we do, we think about only from the physical aspect. But, you know, we are a holistic, all-around type of journey, type of individuals, humans that we are, and we got to look at it from other aspects. We need to take care of ourselves and have self-care spiritually. We have to have self-care mentally. We have to have self-care socially. And today, that is what we are focusing on. How do we take care of ourselves with and through other people, with our connections, with our friends, with our loved ones. We already talked about relationships, so we've hit the intimate self-care, but we really I want to really talk about self-care socially and how do we interact with other people? How do we get social and take care of ourselves at the same time, but also how do we use that self-care also to help take care of other people? So we're going to kind of simultaneously discuss that and to bring out what that looks like socially when we are in the process of caring for ourselves, in the process of making sure we are are rejuvenated, make sure that our tanks are full, make sure that the people that we are connected with, make sure their tanks are full so that where it's not just, okay, it's a take, but it's a give and take. That it's a balance in this, you know, working this out in friendship, connecting with others that are different than us, that are on similar journeys, but actually on different journeys at the same time. But we're all living a relentless life and learning how to strive and walk in purpose. And we can do that socially as well. So that's what we're talking about today. So sit back and relax and enjoy. I don't even think we need pen and paper for this one because it's really a fun and easygoing topic to talk about our self-care socially because I don't know about you guys, when I'm with my family or with my friends or with my loved ones, I really have a good time of being able to just fully be myself and laugh and talk, have deep conversations, be silly, all those different things and how they intertwine with each other. But it's also helped refueling myself. It helps me take care of myself when I'm able to be around 
people who support me, who love me, and just give me the space to be myself. And we all want and need that space to be ourselves. So that is what we're talking about today. So buckle your seatbelts, get ready. We're going to have a lot of fun in this episode. When we think about self-care, what really is self-care? It's real simple. The simplest definition, I think, is just practice of, it's a practice of taking action to preserve or improve our health, our own health. So it's something, it's an individual process and an individual work, but how do we improve our health? How do we improve and make this into a practice? When you're around your friends, you know, we're talking about, this is the social edition. So when we talk about self-care today, we are talking about how we do that, how we practice this self-care socially with others. When you're around your friends, how do you feel? When you're stressed or when you're sad or you're just overwhelmed with things, but you get around your friends, whether you're going out to a party, whether you're just, you know, at home drinking, talking on the phone, what does that do to you? What does that do for you? And I don't know about you, but it gives me a sense of peace. It releases my stress when I'm able to be social, especially when I'm overwhelmed or when I'm stressed, when I'm able to talk to my friends and just laugh or just just process what I'm going through out with them, you know, what we call venting. And it's like, whoo, I feel good. You got kind of like that relief in that you get to exhale and woosah and it just feels good. That's part of you taking care of your health because you're not keeping it all in. You're not holding on to it, bottling all that strong emotions inside or bottling up that stress where it's just eating eating at you. You're taking it out. You're having an outlet to be able to be with the people that you care about and that you love. And that's part of your self-care routine because being social is part of our life. It's part of our day-to-day. It's intertwined with us for us to be social, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, even People who don't don't really hang with people find ways to connect with whether it's people or things, and that's their social outlet. And we need that. It is vital to our self-care. It is vital to us getting to our best self. And it's very important for us. That's the ways how we show love towards ourselves by loving on others, by being there with other people. And being around your friends this circle, whether they're your best friend, associates, whatever, just being around them, each person brings something different out of you. Some people bring out the good in us. Now, mind you, some people do bring out the bad in us, but that's when boundaries come in place, right? That's when we learn how to set limits. And that's still part of your self-care, knowing when and identifying how to do that of having those boundaries, knowing when, like, you know what? I can't tell all my secrets to this person because this Miss Talkative Nancy or he tells all my business, then that's not self-care. That's not taking care of yourself when you know this. Once you're aware of it, it's like, okay, can y'all still be friends? Yeah. Can you still have a social life with this person? Yes, but it may be limited of what you share and how you share with that person because you still are, you need to self-preserve, you need to preserve what you need for you. And that's part of your self-care by setting those boundaries. Also part of self-care when we think about it socially is letting other people know what you need, letting people know how to care for you in your time of need. Whether this is time where, you know what, I just need the space to be silly or I need the space to be able to vent. I need the space to be able to have a shoulder to lean on where I'm okay to cry. 
And we need that for our self-care. And you want to make sure socially that you have those things set up where you're able to do that in a safe space and in a manner where you feel comfortable and and have the ability to be able to be vulnerable with your circle. Now, I grew up watching the Babysitter's Club. And please don't judge me. You can laugh, but don't judge me. And I watched all, I listened to, I read all the books. I watched the series when it came, I mean, the movie when it came on um, TV. And then now they got the new series on Netflix. But one thing that I learned about that um, show is if you have five friends or you can count your friends on your hand, on one hand, then you that's enough. You, you have, you, you're very lucky. You're very blessed. And that's all you need in life. And as I got older and now that I am 38 years old, I realized like, you know what? The five people that I can count on my hand are my source. They are my, you know, my tribe. They're my connections and I couldn't see life without them in some form or way. And they all bring something different to the table and bring something different out of me. I mean, really sit back and look at your circle of friends. Now we have associates, we have family, and then we have, you know, our close-knit friends. These are the ones that we go to when we need to be vulnerable. These are the ones that we go to most often or that we hang out with the most or that we talk to the most or we don't talk to as often because life gets in the way, but we pick up where we left off once you, you know, you link back up again. Think about that group of friends. Think about how many people that you can count on your hand that you consider, all right, this is my, these are my lifelines. These are my core friends that pour into me and I pour into them. Take a moment, really think about it. And I want you to think about and reflect on what do they mean to you? What do you mean to them? And what do they bring out of you? And when you really think about it, the five core people in your life, really those five core people bring out the best in you, that they challenge you, that they help you grow, they stretch you, they they bring something to the table that may be something that you lack, or they bring something to the table to help strengthen you where you already strong in, but it keeps you motivated to keep moving, keep pushing, that they're your support system. Now, if the people that you count on your five, in your five fingers on your one hand, if they don't do that for you, or you can't find that as positive, then we need to reevaluate who we consider our top five in our life. Because this is where you are practicing your self-care socially. And everything else from this five stems into your other friendships, your acquaintances, how you connect and interact with your colleagues, how you connect and interact with just the world around you. Whether these are strangers or, you know, you go to club or you're in line at a grocery store and how you connect with the outside world, how you show empathy, how you, how you just show compassion towards other people. Our self-care is really vital in this aspect socially because it's a reflection of who we are personally. I know I'm rhyming over here. I should start a rap, right? But definitely being able to really focus and evaluate and reflect on those top five in your life. My top five people, I love them dearly. I have one that I call, all right, this is my favorite person. I can talk to him about anything and everything I feel 
like I'm myself around him. And then there is, you know, another person that I consider my best friend. We could talk for hours and hours about life. We get really deep. We talk about relationships, what we want out of relationships and have one that we just get downright silly. We just joke. We go places together and we just laugh. Then, you know, we just each friend that you have is someone that brings something special out of you. It brings the best out of you. With my favorite person that I consider my favorite person, I don't think I would have a podcast without that person because that person motivated me, support me. He brings out the best in me to be able to get past my fears. And that's part of my self-care, of being able to stretch and not just, okay, I may not can do it always by myself, but being able to use my supports to help me with that, to see myself through them. And it's vice versa. I'm there for them too. And being able to pour into them as much as they pour into me. And it's a real beautiful process when you think about it, when we take our self-care out of just the physical, but look at it socially and how we do things socially. And being able to express ourselves verbally through our social connections of hey, this is what I need. This is how I'm able to take care of myself. And you play a huge part in that. Now, we're not depending our whole lives on other people because they got their lives too. But being able to have that con- those connections where you can bounce off, bounce things off of and where you have friends that challenge you, that you self-care to the point where, okay, you're not right all the time. You're not perfect, but allowing your friends to be able to check you in a loving and positive manner. And if you don't have that, then we need to reevaluate our friendships. And that's part of you, again, taking care of yourself to reevaluate who do you consider close in your life? How are you manifesting? How are you growing? How are you stretching? How are you walking by faith and walking in your purpose socially that's going to help you get to that next level? Hey, Relentless family, this is Kenyatta, you know, the counselor and founder of Relentless Counseling, and we are getting into the summer months where things are heating up, we're taking vacations, we're reflecting, we're getting at peace, we're we're trying to balance the chaos in our life, and what better way than this summer to get into therapy, where you can really reflect, really heal, and really get a hold of that chaotic life that's been going on day after day. Healing and therapy is a beautiful experience. It is not bad. It does not have to be scary. Trust yourself and come and join Relentless Counseling. We are available to be able to help you find your way, get on a, on your journey of healing, getting to your best self and learning how to love yourself. It's what it's all about in therapy and getting to your best self. So join us. Come to our website, www.relentlesscounseling.com. Set up your first appointment and we can tell you all about what we have to offer. And I guarantee you, it'll be one of the best journeys you've ever been on. So don't wait no further. We are here waiting on you. So your, the website again is www.relentlesscounseling.com. Can't wait to see you.
A lot of times in our circles, when we're being social, when we're with our top five, our friends, our just people that we connect with and give ourselves to, we have to ask that question. What, how is this adding to my life? How is this person adding to me? And vice versa, how are you adding to them? Because it's about your self-care. They're a reflection of you and you're a reflection of them. And do you compliment each other? Are you allowing yourself to be vulnerable, be be the best you that you can be around them? And do they allow you know are you allowing them to be the best them around you? And you know, I said earlier that we have to be able to be challenged and our friends need to be able to feel safe to check us when we're wrong or when we're not seeing something in the most healthiest ways. And that gives us that awareness that maybe we're we're blind to because our people that are closest to us, they see us in a different light. They see us differently sometimes in the way we see ourselves. And sometimes it's good to be able to sit back and really reflect on that, evaluate that, and talk about those things of your friends. Like, you know what? What do you see in me? What What do I bring to the table for you? And what do you bring to the table for me? And are we really walking in alignment where we need to be, where we're challenging ourselves in our friendship, in our relationship? And if we're not doing that, then together as a friend or in your friendship in that one-on-one relationship or if it's a group of friends, being able to really talk and discuss, okay, how can we do better as a friend, how can we continue to pour into each other? Or maybe we lost track of our friendship and we, and we, you know, slipped because we got too comfortable and now it's time to get uncomfortable and not get complacent in our friendships. Guys, that is part of your self-care to be able to go back, reevaluate and continue to push each other in your friendships. Your friendships need to grow. And if they're not growing and going to another level or y'all not getting deeper, then maybe we need to reevaluate that and check that to make sure that y'all are pouring into each other in the most effective ways that y'all are still aligned. And that's with your top five. That could be with your family, your, your, your intimate partners, whoever that is socially for you, being able to reevaluate that to make sure that, hey, are we in a good space? Are we really taking care of ourselves? Are we getting complacent? We talk about complacency in work and just life in general, but we never really talk about complacency in friendships or in relationships. And we miss opportunities to take care of ourselves by checking that complacency, checking how comfortable are we, whether a positive comfortable or a negative comfortable in these type of social settings, because if we don't, we end up hurting ourselves. We end up start start bleeding out or pushing away or pouring negative things into us, or we start pouring out too much and then we feel empty. And we want to make sure with our self-care socially that we are reevaluating these things, that we are taking care of our friendships, of our relationships, and that we're not getting complacent, that we are content and that, all right, Sometimes in friendships, the best thing to do for self-care is, you know, find out that, you know, this season of this friendship is, is, is over and it's okay that we may not be 
the most closest as we were before. Maybe this person is no longer your top five and that space needs to take room because God has someone else that bring it into your life that's going to take you to the next level. Sometimes we cap out. Sometimes we add our ceiling with our friends and that's okay too. It doesn't mean that, hey, this is horrible or this is a horrible person. It just means that growth is happening. You're stretching. Um, change is happening. Other doors are opening and paths are changing. Sometimes we change directions in where we're going. And sometimes everyone can't go with us, not because they don't desire to, but because there's still some things on their path that they need to go through and get through. And there's things that you need to get through as well. I know, I think in every episode I bring up seasons, I keep bringing up that episode that we talked about a different season in life, but I think it's very important, especially when we talk about self-care and whatever aspect of self-care we're talking about is that we recognize and identify what seasons we're in and identify that everyone else might not be in that same season. Somebody might be in their wilderness season and it doesn't mean that they're not your friend, but they need to step back and work on them. And you being that friend is being able to respect that, honor that and understand that, hey, that doesn't change the love. Self-care takes a lot of discipline sometimes. It is a practice. So it's something that we're always working on, continuing to do socially, spiritually, emotionally, physically. It is a practice. And it also takes on a lot of accountability and vulnerability. And when we're with our friends and we're with our when we're socially connecting with other people, it is a space of vulnerability that we're that we're taking on and it can be scary but if these are your friends testing that knowing that hey you know what this is a safe space for me to be in and every friend don't get every every part of you either right some friends get pieces pieces of you and vice versa and some friends you go to where this is the person that, hey, they're going to tell me like it is. They're very direct with me. You have some friends that are, okay, I'm going to let you cry. You have some friends that are the protectors of you that, hey, they're going to do everything to protect you. They, they'll go fight for you. Those things you have that some friend that is your listening ear, like kind of like your therapist in a way. And you have that, you know, those friends, that, okay, hey, we're here for fun. I'm your distraction when things get rough or even when, you know, you just want to celebrate good things. So, each person in each part is has a different role in our lives. And I think it's a beautiful thing when we think about self-care socially because it can expand in so many different ways. And it also teaches you more about yourself when you're able to be vulnerable with your friends and with your group because you get to see you from their eyes. And I also like to say, you know, on a spiritual note that through other people's eyes, that also is, okay, we also get a reflection of how God sees us in ways because, you know, God lives in us and through us. And sometimes we are entertaining angels. We're entertaining Jesus through other people. And we got to be, that's why we got to be careful of the company that we keep, make sure that we are in alignment and reevaluate those things when things are off and we're not pouring into each other because you might also be entertaining evil spirits or evil connections that aren't really meant for you, that's not going to take you to your next level. That's not going to take you to your next step in life. And that you're walking away from your purpose toward versus walking towards your purpose. And we have to be mindful of that. So it's good when we think about self-care socially is to reevaluate and reflect on our different 
um, friendships, what they mean, what they look like. And it's good to reevaluate that. It's also good to just ask your friends, hey, how, what do I, what do you think of me? Or what do you love about me the most or like about me the most? So that way, you know, awareness is key to everything. And being aware and having those type of conversations will help you, take, one, take accountability, find areas where you know you need to grow and find areas in your friendship where, okay, you know what? We can get better in this in this area. We can grow in this area. We can love each other differently in this area where you're not getting complacent and you're not just sitting being comfortable that you're taking your friendships to a higher level. And that is part of self-care. And the beautiful thing about our social edition is that it's self-care, not just for you, but it's also self-care for the other person because it's a two-way, you know, it's a two-way street there. Like I said, you're pouring into them just as much as they're pouring into you and no one's sitting on empty. No one's feeling drained. And if you have friendships that are just draining We have to reevaluate that. Not saying cut people out of your life just because they're draining you, but it's about setting those boundaries, taking care of yourself to make sure, hey, are we growing or are we at a standstill where we may need need to be putting in some more work in this friendship, in this relationship as we continue to do better socially? Because when we get our top five in order and we and we reflect on that and get that stronger then how we interact with strangers how we show compassion empathy towards others who are going through things whether we know them or not it just changes our mindset and it puts a different perspective on how we are as humans and how how God wants us to be and how we walking this life being relentless and spreading that love spreading that positive energy spreading compassion, spreading all those great things. And that way we are also spreading a world full of healing and understanding and being able to be not judgmental. And we're releasing our biases when we do that. And that's part of our self-care is letting go of the of the draining and the negative and uplifting the positive, not just for ourselves, but for other people. So when we work on our own relentless journey, we are actually working on the world's relentless journey because we're giving it back to other people. Self-care is not always easy. Self-care socially is not always easy because we live in a society and we have things set up where we're always comparing ourselves to other people, wanting to people please or making sure they're okay and we're not thinking about ourselves. So it's even hard to talk about. So this was a tough topic to, to really tackle. I hope I didn't butcher it too bad. But really being able to be aware that we need to make sure that we are practicing self-care in this area just as much as we're practicing self-care in the areas of our spiritual life, emotionally and mentally, as well as physically. This social self-care is just as important to make sure that we are connecting and surrounding ourselves with the people that is stretching us, growing us, helping us, that we're not being complacent in this area because this is going to take away from how we care for ourselves if we don't get this area together. We're not aligned with the right people or setting boundaries with with the people that we connect with in our lives, whether that's associates, colleagues, friends, relationship, you know, intimate partners, whatever social connections we have, we want to make sure that they're the right and effect, most effective connections that we have because it's going to bring out a lot of us. There, it's a reflection of who we are and how we carry ourselves. So if you don't get anything out of this episode today, please get that 
take care of you by taking care of the people that are closest to you. Pour into yourself as much as they pour into you and then pour into them as much as they as they pour into you. That it's a give and take and there's some type of balance there and it's you know part of alignment and it's okay. These are your true friends. It's okay to talk about what you need, what you want and set those boundaries and being able to grow and not stay stagnant because you never know where your relationships can take you and where God is trying to lead you through the people that you're connected to. They do, you're not connected to these people by chance or by accident. God specifically placed this person in your life, specifically at this time or the time y'all met for a reason and a purpose. And you may not know it then, right when you meet that person, but in time you will know that there was a piv- it was a pivotal, I think I'm butchering this word, but it was a time and place for this person to come in your life at this moment because God knows the season that you're in and you're going to need this person in another season. Good, bad, or everything in between, this person is going to help you. So you want to be able to cultivate these friendships as part of your self-care routine because you never know where it's going to take you and where it's going to lead you. Guys, I always, always enjoy our Thursdays. It is the best day of the week for me. And I know it is for you as well because we're on this journey thinking better, living better and getting to our best selves because we want the best out of ourselves. We want the best out of life. In order to do that, we have to put in the work. We have to be intentional and we're learning how to love ourselves unconditionally, even in the tough parts, even in the times where you may not always like yourself, but we are learning that, you know, even when I don't like myself, I'm going to love the hell out of myself. And so that's what we're doing. And it's such an exciting journey and experience to be on, not just for ourselves, but we get to do it together as a whole. And I just love it. I am enjoying my first week being 38. I know this year is going to be even better and greater professionally, spiritually, emotionally, socially, all these things, because we are putting in that practice. We are taking care of ourselves in different ways that's going to uplift not just ourselves, but others. And we're going to share it with the world. So make sure you share and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, strangers about this podcast. You never know what it can mean to them of just getting up just some uplifting words and encouragement of how to get to their best self while we're on this relentless journey. So take care of yourselves and we will meet again next week. So until then, bye for now.